888-835-2414. This is Learning with Leslie. Just warning you guys that I'm extra excited today before I even start. <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of Learning with Leslie. I'm your host, Leslie Samuel, from learningwithleslie.com. And if I've been excited before, if you've heard me say that I'm excited, <laughs> you ain't heard nothing yet. Um, that's a double negative, I guess. I am extremely excited right now to record this. And it's because I've been holding in something that I've, I've not been able to talk about. But now I'm able to talk about it because it is official. Yeah, I've mentioned that I had something cool to let you guys know. But anyhow, today I'm going to be talking about something significant that has happened to me because of my blog. And um, I'm not going to say too much about what it is right now. But anyhow, it has to do with my job. That's all I'm going to say for right now. Before I get into that, I'm going to answer a question from Ty about content thieves. You know those terrible people that steal content online after you've worked so hard for it. So we're going to talk about all of that today. So like I said, I have a, a very kind of important, cool, I don't know if it's important to you, but it's important to me, it's significant. It's one of the biggest things that has ever happened to me in life. And I'm not just saying that just like to get an effect. This really is one of the biggest things that has ever happened to me in my lifetime. And I want to share that with you. Why? Because I like to share stuff with you. Um, because, you know, it gives, it gives me something to talk about, number one. But also, I believe that by looking at things that are happening to each other, we can learn lessons. And, oh, man, there's somebody that's listening to this right now that needs to hear what I'm saying, what I'm going to say. And I know I'm teasing it a lot and I'm not giving you exactly what it is. But don't worry, we're going to get to the good and juicy part in a second. Before I do that, I have a question that came in about five minutes before I went to record this episode from Ty from Travel to St. Lucia.com. And I like the question because it's something that I faced and it used to really bother me. So I'm just going to uh, play the question and then we're going to get to my answer. So take it away, Ty. Hey, Leslie, this is Ty from Travel to St. Lucia.com. And I have a question for you today. My question is about content thieves. Um, I'd like to know what, if anything, could be done if someone takes the content off of your site and puts it on their site and posts it as their own. Recently, I just got a couple of pingbacks on my blog from another site where basically they just took tons of content off of my site and posted it onto their site as their own. So I was just curious if anything could be done about that, and if so, what? Okay, thanks. Bye-bye. Isn't that just terrible? I mean, okay, so this is the situation. You you spend a significant amount of time trying to build your blog. Uh, you're, you're putting together good quality content, as I know Ty is doing. And it takes a lot of effort on your end. And you finally put that out there. You're building your blog. Your blog is growing. And then 
you realize that there are some people out there that's just stealing your content and claiming it as their own. So they are building their own websites and they are taking your content and putting it up there. And this really irks me. Now, I know exactly what she's talking about because it happened to me. When I first got into blogging, my blog was on the topic of freebie trading. I'm not going to go into all the details about that right now, but that's the first um, strategy that I've ever used and actually made some money online. And I wanted to establish a blog, and my, my goal was to have the best blog in the entire industry. So I, I put together a lot of information. I spent a lot of effort and energy and just uh, putting together a good quality blog. And then what do I see? Uh, same thing. I, got, I get a ping back, which is kind of a notification from uh, another blog or website that's linking to your, um, your content. And I go and I check it out, and it's somebody that has the exact same content as I spent that, that I spent so much time and energy to put together. So the question that Ty is asking is, what do you do about this? Can you do anything about it? And if so, what can you do about it? The answer to the questions, well, the first question, yes, there is something that you can do about it. And there's something that I did about it. And this is what I did. When I saw that there was content, I, I actually put together a spreadsheet because, you know, as your blog gets more popular, unfortunately, more and more people are going to actually steal your content. There are some bots that can go out and scan and steal and um, drag content from yours and copy it onto other blogs automatically. And this is what I did. I would do searches for my content and I'd find all of the sites, then I'd try to find the contact information, then I try to contact the owner of the site, and I did a search online for a cease and desist order, and I copied the cease and desist order, which is basically telling someone you are infringing on, some, on my copyright, stuff that I own, and you need to take it down or else I will take further action. And that's what I did. I went out and I compile a spreadsheet of all the people and then I start sending these cease and desist orders and then the, some of them responded and they took the site down um, others did not respond and then what I did is I sent a letter to the web host the hosting company that's hosting the website and I told them hey this person has my content I showed them examples of what they had on their site showed them hey it's coming from my site here are the links uh, please do something about it. And in some cases, they suspended the accounts of the person that was involved. And, and there were all these different things. And then I, I found out about Copyscape. And Copyscape is a site that can actually scan your scan the, webs, the, the internet and see if there are copies of your content out there and do a lot of that stuff out of, in an automated way so that you can be notified and all this kind of stuff. And, you know, after a while, it just got extremely tiring. So I wanted to know what other people were doing about it. So I contacted one of my mentors and I said, hey, how do you deal with this thing? And you know what he told me? You don't deal with it. The fact is that is going to happen. If your blog is going to be popular, it's going to happen more and more. Unfortunately, there are a lot of dishonest people out there. I mean, most people are honest when it comes to a lot of this stuff. But some people 
a lot of people in this world, unfortunately, are dishonest and they're going to try to steal your content and so on. But you know what? It's not going to do them any good. It, it'll be duplicate content. Your content was out there first. It got indexed in Google first. If anyone is going to get a penalty, they are going to be the one that gets the penalty. Don't worry about it. You know why? It takes a lot of energy, a lot of energy. I almost got to where I was going to hire someone to do that, and that's all they were going to focus on. But you know what? It's not worth it. You need to just focus on doing the best that you can with your content, getting good quality content out there that's going to help people. And you know what? If people steal your content, that's on them. It's not going to do anything for them. It's not going to do anything against you. So you know what? When I see that now, I take it personally as a compliment. It means that my stuff, at least this is what's happening in my mind, <laughs> my stuff is that good that somebody else wants to steal it. And I give myself a pat on the, on the back and the shoulder and I move on and continue to make great content. So Ty, I, I know how, what, you've, what you're going through. I feel you on that. It sucks that people are doing that but don't worry about it. Just put the best quality content out there that you can put, and that's all you got to worry about. I hope that at least alleviates some of your concerns. If you have any more questions, call in. I want to encourage anyone that has questions to call in the hotline. Leave your questions, and I will answer them on the show. It doesn't matter how simple the question is, how complex the question is. If it's too complex for me, I will try to find an answer. And if I can't, I will tell you I don't know. <laughs> uh, but just in case you want to call into the hotline, the number is... Uh, that was not the number because nothing played. So <laughs> once again, the number, let's try that and see if it ha it works this time. The number to the hotline is... 888-835-2414. You know, I had a friend of mine listen to my podcast. Um, she might be listening to this. Shout out to Rochelle if you're listening to this. I am talking about you on my podcast. <laughs> um, but she told me that the the best part of my podcast is listening to my wife sing the hotline number. <laughs> um, so, hey, I hope you enjoy that. Once again, I'm going to play it again just for Rochelle and for anyone else out there that might just love it or want to call into the hotline. The number is... 888-835-2414. So call in and leave your question, your comment, your suggestion, I want to hear whatever it is you have to say having to do with uh, online business, internet marketing, social media, uh, traffic generation, you know, all that good jazz. Videos, online video. Oh, I'm loving that right now. Anyhow, okay, so for the big announcement, before I can give the announcement, I have to give you the, the background information Sorry about that. That was a bit loud. <laughs> the background information so that you can really and truly fully appreciate what's going on right now. And not only that, but it can inspire you to take action on the, the things that you're trying to accomplish because really there's so much that can happen. You know, when we think about online business and internet marketing, the first thing that many people think about is making money. And I want to let you know that it's not all about making money. If you've been 
listening to me for a while, you know how much I believe in putting good quality content out there that helps people, that makes a difference and, and, and just, you know, solves problems and helps people to get through whatever it is they're dealing with. Anyhow, some background information. Uh, and and it might not seem relevant, but I'm going to bring it all together in the end, and hopefully it makes sense and you can get something from it. I went to school, um, I went to college, and I did a, a degree in biology. When I finished my degree in biology, my bachelor's degree in biology, I went on for a master's degree, and the master's degree was in neurobiology. When I was doing my undergraduate um, study, I t studies, I took a uh, systems physiology class, and the first section was on the nervous system, so the brain, the spinal cord, the nerves, and all that good jazz, and it was complex, but it was very fascinated, um, fascinating to me, and I knew that this was something that I wanted to study more, so that's why I did my master's in neurobiology. My plan was to eventually go on for a PhD in neurobiology and then teach neurobiology, neuroscience, and physiology and those types of things at the university level. But when I was doing my master's degree, I was doing research for my master's um, in Michigan at my university and in Germany. So I did a significant amount of research and I'd spent countless hours in the lab uh, I was dice. <laughs> this is gonna sound really weird, but I was dissecting crickets under a microscope and then doing um, electrical recordings from their neurons, electrophysiological recordings. It, you don't have to know all what it means or anything, but I spent a lot of time doing research on crickets. I don't care for crickets. I don't care for being in a lab. Um, 10, 12, sometimes 14 hours in a day um, doing research. It just doesn't appeal to me. What I love doing is teaching. And I realized that if I were to continue with a master's degree in neurobiology, it would involve so much more research that I'm willing to do. So I decided not to do that. Then I got a job teaching science and math at a high school, a boarding academy, a Christian boarding academy. And I jumped at the job. My wife got a job at the school teaching music, the choirs, and now and also teaching the strings. Um, and I would be at the same school teaching biology, which I love, physics, and um, other math classes. And it seemed like a very good thing for me at the time. And no, it was a good thing for me at the time because I'd get to teach some of the things that I love. Although I'll be teaching a bunch of other stuff, at least I'll be teaching, not doing as much research. Well, not doing any research, really. And just focusing on what I love doing, which is teaching. But the truth was that I felt like I was settling a little bit because what I really wanted to do was teach at the university level. Um, but I did not have a PhD. And in order to teach the type of things that I wanted to teach at the university level, typically you need to have a PhD. Okay, so after teaching at the school for about three years, I, I, I kept feeling the urge to teach at a higher level, and I started my biology blog, my biology website at interactive-biology.com. 
Facebook.com. And I started putting videos on there first. At first, it was just high school videos, but then I started to do the things that I wanted to do. I started talking about neurobiology and physiology and all those more complicated topics. And I made short videos, five to 10 minutes, sometimes a little shorter, sometimes a little longer, posted them on YouTube, posted them to my blog. Now, you, if you've been following me, you've, you've, you know that I talk about the blog a lot because I kind of use it as a model to show what can be accomplished online and to kind of, it's kind of like a case study, an ongoing case study where I look at what I'm doing, I go out and study more, I implement the things that I'm learning, and then I come back and report to you so that you can go out and do the same thing and grow your website, grow your blog and you know establish authority in your niche whatever your niche is whether it's biology like mine <laughs> i know i'm kind of nerdy why would you start a biology blog right well because i love it all right there's something that you love that you want to get out there and you might be working at a job that you do not enjoy blogging is a way that you can get that content out there and you can help people that want to know about that content and that's what i was doing then what happened after that was amazing. I mean, it's something that I love to, to, to just even think about because what happened is my site started growing and people from all over the world were starting to use my site. And you can see an increase in traffic from where, you know, you're just getting a few views here and there to where now I get anywhere between 1,000 and 2,500. Sometimes I think the most I've gotten was like 26 or 2,700 views, video views in one day. Every day I'm getting that. I mean, somewhere between 1,000 and 2,500. There are a few days in between where I've gotten maybe seven, eight, or 900. But most days I get over 1,000, sometimes over 2,000 views every day. And then I started getting emails from people that saying, hey, man, I went to class and I spent hours trying to figure out what this professor was saying and I came to your website I spent 10 minutes watching a video and now it all makes sense and then I got emails from professors saying I am using your videos in my classes it's helping me and these are in the classes remember that I wanted to teach but I couldn't teach because you know I don't have a PhD I don't have that kind of experience so continue getting emails from people I get emails from someone, from people all over the world, just about every single day now saying, Leslie, thank you for what you're doing. And you know what? That makes me feel good. It makes me feel as if I'm helping somebody out there, someone in Europe, in Germany, in Holland, in uh, the Caribbean, in Jamaica, in, 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 in Ethiopia, in India, I mean, all over the world, and that's just exciting. Now, I'm going to just kind of pause right here and, and, and re-emphasize something. There's somebody that's listening to this right now that have a mission in their mind, and they want to get stuff out there, but they're not taking action. If you are that person, I want to tell you that you need to get off your butt right now and start doing and you're going to see why, because you're going to see some of the things that are happening right now. And I keep teasing it, but I, I want to 
kind of build the background information for you so that you can fully appreciate what blogging has done for me and what blogging can do for you. All right, so let's move on. I started a website. Website got very popular. People are using it all over the world and it's continuing to grow. I can I I think by the end of the year, oh man, it's going to be reaching so many people all over the world. I mean, it's reaching a lot right now. Over 100 different countries. Oh man. Anyhow. So, a few weeks ago, I'm going to tell you this part and then I'm going to kind of come at it from a different angle. A few weeks ago, I got a letter in the mail. And the letter in the mail was a letter that was sent out to a bunch of people that had all kinds of degrees all over the world. But this was from a physical therapy department. Um, there's a doctor of physical therapy program at a university in Michigan. And it's one of the top universe, the, one of the top programs in the States, in the United States. And they were inviting me to apply for a position, a position to teach anatomy, neuroscience, um, pathophysiology, and be the foundation science coordinator for the Doctor of Physical Therapy program. And when I saw the letter, I was like, nah, why are they even asking me to apply for this? I'm not a physical therapist. I don't have a PhD. I'm not a doctor so-and-so. I just have a master's degree. But I decided to apply nonetheless. Turned in my application. Um, I also called one of my professors from the university that I'd worked very close with. And I said, hey, if you could put in a word for me, that'd be great. So I want to make this long story relatively short. And this is what I'm going to tell you. Um, I was advised to go down and check out uh, and speak to the chair of the department. That's what my professor told me to do. Just Speak to him and show him some of the things that you're doing. So I go down. I make an appointment to speak with him. I go in and I speak with him. And he wants to know, okay, so what do you want? What, what, why are you here? What do you want to tell me? And I start telling him about a number of things. Um, and then I showed him my website. And on my website, as I've said, I'm teaching a lot of complicated topics in neurobiology and physiology. Remember that the stuff I'd be teaching is neuroscience, um, pathophysiology. I don't have a lot of experience in that, but I do have a lot of experience in physiology. Anatomy, I have no experience in it at all. <laughs> but I showed him the website. I showed him some of the videos. I showed him the quizzes that I was putting together and uh, the other resources that I was building. And he started getting excited. And he started saying, wow, this is awesome. If we had someone in this department that could do that, that would be awesome. And then you know what he told me? He told me, I'm going to tell you the truth. If you did not come in here and talk to me and show me the things that you are working on, you would not even be considered for an interview. Why? You're not a physical therapist. You do not have a PhD. You do not have a university. I mean, uh, uh, you're not a phys you're not. What am I saying? You don't have teaching experience at the university level. You're just a high school science and math teacher you would not have even gotten an interview. But I am going to make sure that you get an interview. I don't make the, the final decision. Uh, there's a committee of eight people that are going to get together and they're going to interview you and ask you all kinds of questions. And if you make it through that round, <laughs> that's what he said. If, if you make it through that, 
then um, they're going to invite you to teach a fake class. So they're going to be the students and you're going to have to come and present and teach that class on a topic that you'd be teaching. And I said, okay, that's cool. So w- once again, I'm fast forwarding and I'm skipping out a lot of information, some amazing stuff. Um, but I got invited to interview and I went down to interview. There were five people that they were interviewing out of the 30-something applicants. Uh, many of them, many of the people that applied were physical therapists, were more qualified than I am. But we, I went to the interview. I showed them the stuff that I was working on. I showed them the website. I, I showed them some of the feedback that I was getting from uh, professors and doctors and pharmacists and nurses and students and uh, from the high school level all the way to the university level and even into medical school. And they were blown away they immediately made a decision. After all the interviews, it was a unanimous decision that they all wanted me to be the one that comes in and teaches those classes. As unqualified as I might be, (laughs) because of what I was doing online, like I said before, we think about online internet marketing and we think about making money, but it goes way beyond there. It gives you the ability to change lives, to impact lives, and it opens up doors. It opened up this door for me that having a PhD, I don't have a PhD, (laughs) and I am going to be teaching at a university starting in the fall. Can you believe it? Why? Because of, well, one of the reasons, one of the significant reasons is because I started a blog. That blog, the purpose of that blog was to help others. It gave me authority in my niche so much so that I, well, I, I wouldn't say qualified, but that I was offered a job to teach at a university level, above others that have um, PhDs um, or DPTs, um, physical therapists, little old me, Leslie Samuel. Now, this was my dream, really, to be able to teach at the university level, but I gave up on my dream to a certain extent. I, I was considering going back and doing a PhD, but... You know, that research thing didn't sit too well with me, but I realized that it was the type of research that I was doing. If I'm doing research that impacts people, I think I would be much more interested in it. So I'm going to be teaching at a university starting in the fall. Um, Well, actually, in the fall, I'm going to be sitting in on the class because the previous teacher is still going to be there and I'm going to get to learn a lot of the things that I don't know. And um, in the spring, I'm going to be teaching two classes and going on from there. Not only that, they're going to pay for my PhD (laughs) in whatever I decide to do it in. I might do a physical therapy degree. I might do something else. I might do something in leadership or education. I just don't know. So I want to encourage you, if you're thinking about blogging, if you're not thinking about blogging, if you're on the fence, if you don't even know that a fence exists, 
I've said this before, in today's world, you need to have a blog. Well, you don't need, but I think everyone that's trying to do something significant and impact the world, you should start a blog, start a website. If you need help with that, I have my seven-day boot camp. It's 100% free. You've probably gone through it, but if you've not gone through it, go to 7daybootcamp.net. That's the number 7 day bootcamp.net and I walk you through step by step how to set up a blog what do you need to think about uh, what do you need to do um, how do you get traffic and how do you build your brand and all that kind of stuff all of that is what I deal with in the bootcamp and I want to invite you to check it out if you haven't checked it out as yet 7daybootcamp.net you're not paying me anything for it why am I doing all of this I love helping people I really do this is what I believe my purpose is to teach and and God has made it extremely clear to me that that is what my purpose is. Now I'm going to, I've kind of spoken enough about blogging and I think you know that I'm passionate about blogging and I think that you should start a blog and if you have started a blog and it's not going as well as you would like it to go, try to get some guidance and, and, and do more and, and just, just get the stuff out there. You never know what can happen. It got me a job teaching at a university without a PhD. Now, let's shift gears a little bit because I would feel wrong telling you this story without telling you another aspect of it. This is going to move a little from the you know internet marketing arena now, uh, a little bit into the spiritual. And you know some of you might be offended by this, but you know what? That's, <laughs> that's on you. This is me. This is learning with Leslie. So whatever I learn, <laughs> I'm going to share. So many of you know, if you've listened to some of my previous episodes, um, especially one of my previous episodes, I'm trying to remember which one it was, um, but it's the one where I talk about a situation that happened with my dad. And my dad was diagnosed at the time with what was called Guillain-Barre syndrome and um I'm just going to kind of uh, simplify it by just saying it was bad. He got paralyzed. Um, he, he couldn't move his arms. He couldn't move his legs. And he was placed into an induced coma um, so that, you know, they could deal with the stuff that he had to, um, he was going through. They sent him to the, uh, the country of Colombia and he was supposed to stay there until they could figure out what's wrong give him the treatment and until he can get better enough to travel back home in St. Martin. Then I took a month off of school. I was teaching and I went down to spend time with my family. My mom was down there. My aunt was down there. My sister was going to come there also. But this is the part that to me is just amazing. And I just have to share or else I wouldn't feel good about myself. Um, But my main task while I was down there. And the reason why I stayed longer than I was expecting to stay was to help, get this, to help my dad with his physical therapy. All right. My mom and my aunt were there, but they couldn't do as many of the exercises with him because he's in a coma or he can't and he can't move his legs, his arms. And I would be the one to exercise his legs for him when he couldn't do it for himself. Now, 
While being down there, I got into a number of discussions with my mom and with my aunt. And the discussions went like this. They would say something like, man, you are so good at this. You should be in physical therapy. Um, why didn't you, have you ever considered doing that? And I would respond, yes, I did consider doing it. And if there's any field in the healthcare, anything in the healthcare field that I would get into, it would be physical therapy. And I strongly considered doing it. But I knew for a fact that my calling was to be a teacher. So I came, I went the teaching route. And, you know, that conversation came up over and over and over about how I should be in physical therapy. After the month of being in Colombia, I come back home to Michigan. And guess what's in my mailbox? A letter from the physical therapy department asking me to consider applying to teach in that department. Is that a coincidence? I strongly believe that it is not. And there are a bunch of things that happened along the way and a bunch of miracles that just kind of came together that showed me that this is the direction that God wanted me to take my life. And it's the direction that I ended up going in. And you know what I want to tell you? That every one of you listening to this podcast, and you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say every one of you, you, you're listening to this podcast right now, and you might be wondering if there's a purpose for your life. I believe that there's a purpose for each and every one of our lives. God is revealing his purpose for my life to me. And if I could tell you all of the things of this, I mean, this podcast episode would be um, hours, if not days long, <laughs> in terms of how I know that this is where God wants me to go. But you know what? If you're struggling with a purpose, just know that there is a purpose for your life. How do you figure it out? For me, took me turning to God. For you, it might take the same thing, but I just don't want you to give up. This is not a religious podcast. This is not a, a podcast about church and, and spirituality and all that kind of stuff. But you know what? The, these things are all a part of my life. So as I try to be real with you, as I try to be open with you and let you know what I'm going through, I can't help but share some of that. So I hope that speaks to somebody that's out there. So my message for you, man, wherever you are in life right now, whatever it is you're going through, know that you have a purpose, number one. And number two, don't just sit down wishing for things to be different. Do something about it. You know, the internet is an amazing resource and there's so much that we can do to help people. And I want to encourage you, please, it's not about making money. Yes, it is about making money. <laughs> but that's not what it's all about. There's so much more out there. There's so much that you can contribute to this world. And all it takes is you stepping outside of your comfort zone learning the things that you need to do and going in the direction that you need to go. Take one step. Encourage you to check out the bootcamp, 7daybootcamp.net. This is not a sales pitch. <laughs> I'm not selling you anything really, unless you consider something that's free selling. I guess you can. 
But anyhow, that's really all I wanted to talk about this episode. In this episode, I hope that was inspirational. I hope you have the motivation to do what you need to do. Call in the hotline with your comments, your suggestions, your questions. That's it for now. Take care and God bless.